the XFL gambling podcast, week one preview and picks and DFS episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet win bets. Now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T state restrictions do apply. We're also brought to you by the NASCAR gambling podcast. Start your engines with rod and Cody and get ready to gamble on the Daytona 500 this Sunday. So check that out. And remember as always folks to let it ride. Hey, this is John Sally, and you listen to SGPN. Let it ride. Is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. Do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. Welcome to the XFL Gambling Podcast. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. What well, there? I got a little lost on the soundboard. On that one. Uh, week one is here. Finally, we can talk about games. Everything. I'm super excited. And that is why I must introduce my co host. All right. Uh, host of the Bottom Line Bombs podcast, which you should already be subscribed to. And you can watch this, by the way, on YouTube, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast network, and you'll see the XFL gambling podcast. Uh, give it up, though, for CJ Sullivan. Thank you, Dun- DJ Dundee. I didn't say man in the box. Damn it. Say it. Say the it man now. in the box. There it is, man in the box. Thank you, DJ Dundee. Taking us to deep waters there on that soundboard. That was oh, great. That deep, was like a deep, deep blue mix. Deep. That was beautiful. <laughs> and, uh, which is what we should do. Week one. Yeah, this is highly exciting. I'm I'm already signing up to new accounts. I'm depositing. I'm fucking bringing more. Pa- I brought more papers. Yeah, what? and passion that I ever. And you gotta watch this out. on YouTube right yeah. now because I, I. This is a spread out five paper. This is like uh, Mr. Brady's blueprint <laughs> sheets, kind of when he had the uh, rolled up. I mean, he's uh, just in case you're listening on, on audio form. There's about 17 pieces of paper. I have different sizes of papers. I have tiny yeah. notebook papers. That's just for coaches and stadiums. I have clipboards for the plans, for love, strategies, love to bring the passions. I have double sided, just blank printer paper, and then I have a folder inside, outside of all the XFL documentaries from all previous. This is episode five we're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I see mean, you amazing. guys. What? Which teams? Uh, three, four schemes. Look, yep. this is deep. This Absolutely. is deep here. Uh, 
You got to check it out. You YouTube.com. All, all paper. So it could be, it could be burned. If, if ever, if, <laughs> no if evidence. Needed, right. Evidence all behind. Right. Cause he, cause I always feel like the XFL league can uh, at, at any point have to get up and get the hell out of here. That's true. You know, and we can move to it's another true. location. It's true. True. You know, it's uh, kind of when a raid's coming. All right, burn everything. Burn the fucking drug bed. We'll relocate. No, honey, I was not hosting an XFL podcast. Nope. <laughs> uh, I, we are joined by third man in the booth. This guy. Yep. Look, I mean, he knows everything about the game. All right. They call him, uh, you know, the, he's, he is, uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like we, we need a good nickname for him. Well, I kind of like how. I mean, he, well, he's, he's the, but besides being the glue yeah. to, the, to this show yeah. and the, this operation ship, but I do like how we're all hyped up with our clownishness and he's just just into solid, but he's like that. Like you said, like a major league, like that's the strong color man. Yeah. Who, yeah. Uh, who who wh- doesn't say much, but when he does, it moves the needle. And what, who I'm referring to is the great and only J Mark host of the old fashioned football podcast. Yes. And the guy that gave us this gem. If you smell, <laughs> can't believe it. I still don't believe this. What the XFL gambling podcast <laughs> is cooking. <laughs> what? What up, J Mark? Week one yes. is here. Yeah, it's here. Um, I'm sick as shit, but I wasn't gonna miss week one. Fuck no, that. Um, right. I noticed when I did when I sent you guys that uh, the rock impersonation. You asked how many takes it took. You did not ask how many whiskeys I had before. That. I was just going to say, whiskey lunch is a good nickname for uh, yeah, Jay whiskey lunch is it. Whiskey yeah, lunch, yeah. I think, might Medicating be Medicating you with some whiskey. Uh, and, it's whiskey and look, Wednesday, whiskey lunch, everything. Whiskey Wednesday, whiskey lunch. I just love, yeah, you're always coming in from the the Iowa whiskey lunch. And, and look, no, look, I know the, the XFL 2.0 got taken out by people getting sick. Not... J Mark, baby. No, absolutely. He's still right. there. He's still Gonna bringing his power thermos. through it. Um, <laughs> thermos and doers. <laughs> J Mark. I've seen a lot of tweets about the extreme football league. Mm. Um, uh, you know, exciting. Saturday, two games, Sunday, two games. We're going to dive into it. Make our picks preview the games. Uh, also talk about our DFS lineup, but has there been some big news? I feel like that uh, the world needs to know about. Yeah, there's been a couple things. So, um, first off, we got some quarterback kind of announcements. The, the XFL did it in a, I guess, uh, sneaky way by just working it into a little article they released. A lot of people <laughs> still aren't believing it. That's okay. Um, I have a feeling if they took the time to write about it, that they thought it was, uh, was the starters important enough, but some surprises drew Plitt starting over Kyle Sloter. Wow. Yeah. That one, um, that is that a big surprise. one. I look, I, I, here's my thing about that one is, uh, I like, I know Sloter's talented, but he does make a lot of stupid mistakes, like True. more so than your average spring quarterback. I feel like he throw, he takes a lot of gambles. Now mm. I, I enjoy watching that, but I also know that if you're Bob Stoops, maybe you say, Hey, I want, I want my conservative Sam Bradford guy back. There. Right. You know what I mean? And maybe Drew Plitt's that guy. Ball State. And I, I, uh, I also have some breaking news. I now have officially wasted my first DFS lineup. In <laughs> you can still By submit spending it. top dollar on a benched quarterback. <laughs> no, no, you can still take him out. <laughs> all right, all right. You all can right. still take him out still until the edit. game kicks. I can still edit. Yeah, all right. still edit that thing. I might still ride him. You know, I, I, I believe that. So you're uh, probably gonna get on right. the field. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, full confidence. Ball State finishing four quarters over there. 
I, I know how you feel. I'm in, I think, eight or nine XFL fantasy football leagues because I am a true D-Gen. Yeah. But uh, in XFL fantasy, you go with quarterback in the first round because there's only eight of them. Right. Um, and I took Sloter quite often, more often than I like to admit. <laughs> but uh, another guy that was a surprise, Luis Perez, will be the starter for now for the Vipers, mm. not Brett Hundley. So oh. that sounds like a waste of money right now. Oh, boy. All that, yeah. I, I, heard, I heard the backlash from our show, I think, that <laughs> yeah. came from uh, yeah. from the... What, what fraternity is Perez from? <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. Can, can we shit on that one? All right. Um, since he's got a Latino fraternity, you want to watch slander? Uh, but Perez, a veteran of these spring leagues, I like. I like Luis Perez, man. Uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's a safe. gamer. Yeah. He's right. Well, one of the things I know you haven't re- revealed all the quarterbacks I got named starting uh, or start starting week one. A lot of safe quarterbacks, in my opinion. A lot of. Uh, I like to use the term lawn chair. And maybe you're new to listening to the, you know, the sports mm-hmm. gambling podcast network, yeah. uh, you know, and you know, you're saying, what is this? What is he talking about lawn chair? Well, there's been a pandemic in my opinion of the quarterback position. And I wrote an article over at sports gambling podcast. You could find on what is the lawn chair, but it's basically, you know, someone that can manage a game that will basically, they're very lucky that the quarterback in 2022 has been designed to basically be a non-athlete mm-hmm. in my opinion, right? Barely, right. barely an athlete, uh, never have to make a tackle, never have to do anything that would require athleticism. And I feel like there's a lot of lawn chair starts going on here uh, in week one, which is safe. You know, right. Perez yeah. has got a little lawn chair to him. I don't want to say he's full lawn chair, but he's got a little lawn chair to him. Um, who are yeah. some of the other starters? Yeah, he doesn't move in the pocket. Um, so a couple of others: Paxton Lynch, Jack Cohn. I imagine those are two guys you find lawn chair huge, quarterbacks. Huge lawn chairs. <laughs> There's right, a fucking right. sale going on right now. There's a garage sale, CJ. Yeah, uh, on, on, <laughs> lawn chairs. <laughs> absolutely, the epitome of lawn chairs going on right there. The flea <laughs> market is open. Week one. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that, that's pretty shocking. I mean, Paxton Lynch being yeah. a starter. Now, I will say the Guardians have said he'll be their first snap starter, but on their depth chart, it has yeah. Paxton Lynch or Down Day Francois. I, well, I, mean, I know. I have a theory on. I do have every a theory team should do that. That, uh, that I will get into why <laughs> our first snap starter in that game. I think Paxton Lynch is, yeah, more of the road starter because of. Uh, whatever the house arrest situation is with the Orlando guardians and be able to leave for the state of Florida. So I think it's just like, sort of let it all. Okay. Is everything died down? Okay. Francois, everyone else can get back in there. You know, and maybe you stay behind, you know, state lines. There's a lot of situation there. First snap starter. Right. I, I don't know that I've ever heard that First term before. <laughs> FSSN. Is there a separate DFS lineup yeah. for those? <laughs> Uh, were you surprised to see Paxton Lynch uh, starting for the Gordians? Yes, I think that's a mistake, but I'm a downer Francois backer, so um, right. I, I don't think so. Lynch is going to get the job done for him. He's uh, a name, but so is Francois, and I think I th- and I think first snap is kind of like first eyeballs upon, upon the league. They want to throw as many NFL players as they can out there. Although you would think that's why they would play Hunley, but Hunley literally just got the playbook a week ago. Or yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, do we have any speculation on who's starting in Houston? 
Um, they're the only ones that didn't really mention on the quarterback. I think it's got to be uh, McDonald. It has to be McDonald. I think so. Um, I'm nervous, buddy. I'm Sorry. super nervous. I'm nervous. The way Phillips is even going to throw a quarterback out there. I mean, does he even know what what, what offense is? So that, uh, that's I forgot he was 75 years old. Right. You know, he actually comes from an era where they didn't have a quarterback, right? They yeah, would just uh, I mean. put the safety back there. Um, uh, other starters announced. Uh, yeah. Jay Mark. AJ McCarron for the Battle Hawks, not a surprise sure. there. Not a surprise. Yeah. Ben DiNucci for the, the Dragons. <laughs> uh, or sorry, the Ski Dragons. <laughs> and then Jordan Taamu starting for the defenders. Um, not, my a not, a not a lawn chair. My theory so all is... the defender court all the defender quarterbacks are fully, <laughs> yeah. fully they have wheels. They have uh yeah, they can get their right. athletes. Yes, they are athletes. So what I, by what I'm saying not is, good quarterbacks, but they're athletes. So, <laughs> so we don't know who's starting in Houston. I, I only count two non-lawn chairs in Tamu and, and Plitt potentially. Mm -hmm. The rest just load it up, get get some fun in the sun on those vintage lawn chairs. Um, all right. I mean, I, I guess we could just get into any other news Let's that, that was substantial news. for you. So the other thing I have, um, sorry, this is the news you've been teasing up. We should get to the listeners here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now I mean, I've been hearing about this on the, on the slack. You tweeted it out in a week. Wait till we hear the black market XFL about what the, <laughs> <laughs> right. The black market, there's going to be a bomb being dropped. I heard <laughs> dropping bombs by whiskey um, lunch. J Mark himself. That's what right. Is yeah. The power hour. What is huge, the bomb? The Th this is a huge bomb. Um, huge futures implication. And apparently not a lot of people are aware of this. Um, we, we have a fan out there. James, and I told him I was going to butcher his last name, but Kavaleski, I believe is how you say it. Former <laughs> high school football coach out of Texas. One of his players is on the injured reserve in the XFL, but in the XFL okay. was letting him know like, hey, you know how the hub is in Arlington. That's not just for the training camp. That's all year. So players will be housed in Arlington all year. So what? for example, Seattle and DC play week one. They right. will fly together to dc to play in dc so even though they'll be in front of a home home crowd yeah not as much a home field advantage because they also have to travel to the game they all they're every game is a travel game except for arlington cj Correct. what's the over under or no, this is crazy is this a, are they doing a reality show why why are they <laughs> living in why are they living what, in arlington what's the odds on a on the, <laughs> the 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 post-game fight on the flight <laughs> post -game we have a sky marshal is there a sky marshal on all of <laughs> right. those flights <laughs> how about i'll we'll take this to the plane is going to be tall like, on the field i'll see you in <laughs> yeah. the fucking Right. <laughs> Early check-in, motherfucker. I got an aisle seat. <laughs> oh, that's great. That in, in their bonuses are early bird check-ins yeah. for the. <laughs> that's that's insane talk. So that's a huge bomb. The, I, they're going to need some lawn chairs on that plane. I can tell you that. Now I will. Um, I do have to bring up now. Uh, I, this is a little uh, inside, but inside uh, we. But we have to hash this out here in the. In the for us to have a successful season as a show here in the XFL Gambling Podcast, what's, what's, the, what's that? the whiskey lunch himself, Jay Mark, and the great bomb. Right before we came on air, he uh, vented out that in in the in the spirit of uh, I've, I studied three years for this, and then he just tweeted it out. Tweet that came out. He said that uh, Kobe Dundee. DJ Dundee <laughs> broke this exact same news on the mothership show. Is that what you're saying happened? Sports gambling podcast. I, and I wasn't even, you, you had not 
we had not been in communication. Right. <laughs> by I, that I, community means we I went rogue. By that, I, <laughs> by that he means we've ignored your DMs about this. <laughs> right. I told Sean and Kramer, just so you know, right. I'm going to be dropping this on XFL. Yeah, huge um, Save it for that if you guys don't mind. That's why Colby I blame. goes and does yeah. it. Yeah. See, I don't blame Colby. I blame yeah. the fucking head honchos. They, they can't. <laughs> Possibly, they can't possibly stomach a scoop going on one of their sister networks underneath them that, that they don't get full credit for. There was not a sticky note on my desk, right? Uh, here at SGPN no, that's Studios. 100% on Green and Kramer. <laughs> uh, although, although I shouldn't say Kramer since he admitted to finally listen to one of our shows and yeah, said it was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Good show you guys doing there. Good Thanks. programming. Thanks, boss. Uh, uh, let me ask you this, though, because. Yeah. I was already leaning renegades in, in the, uh, in the Stonewall Jackson yeah. conference, but, uh, I, my, I did purchase two futures this past week. The two that we had talked about, I, I, I purchased a future on the Seattle sea dragons, mm -hmm. the seamen. And then, uh, I went with the DC defenders. I think right now, before, before the games kick off, we should buy into the the Dallas Renegades, because we saw in the USFL, yes. Birmingham had the league. Yeah, or had the league there. Right, guess, right, who, right. guess who? Guess what? Right, right. It's like home field is a thing. CJ, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that was what all games were played in Birmingham, yeah. right? This yeah. at least are spreading out. But this is I'm trying to get to the logic of this. Why they all have to live in Arlington all year round? And just just so think, when they go to the Applebee's, they're gonna say, oh, right? Is this a whole you can just come into Arlington situation? In the, in the renegade territory, huh? Battle terms. I would hate to live in Arlington now, just as a civilian with these uh, <laughs> teams <laughs> circling around, right? Like you said, like taking property at the Lone Star Steakhouse, <laughs> blocking up all those booths. I mean, is it just so they can keep an eye on them, keep them out of trouble? I mean, is there a reality house? What is going on? Why are they living there for the next three months? I mean, because they're not. Another thing is. They're not in like super expensive. They, they avoided Los Angeles, San Francisco, New right. York City. So the cost of living there, obviously, you know, trillion fucking dollars. No, uh, no state taxes. So I imagine they probably save money there and they could ride horseback but, uh, to they, half these. <laughs> <laughs> they Orlando is right. cheap. I've been to fucking Orlando, uh -huh. right? Uh, some of these other cities, I feel like. Yeah, DC, well, absolutely not. Seattle, D absolutely yeah, not. We don't Seattle. even want them interacting with those fucking <laughs> soccer fans up there. Uh, yeah, so I get okay, that. Point. Maybe, maybe. I'm all for it, actually. I love this. St. Louis, yeah, you can, we've got to worry about your team getting murdered. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe it turns out uh, Arlington makes a lot of sense. All right, I like it. You know what? I'm all hub. I'm team hub. Team there hub. we go. Team Ho hub hotel Any discounts and not a lot of people travel to Arlington who wants to the go there. That's so, true. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So they got hotel discounts. You if you get, get, if you points, buy, do you still get the points? If, if you get stuck. them in bulk. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> uh, all right. Any anything else before we, we start capping these fantastic games on the slate? I can't wait that. I mean, those are the main things. Obviously the, they, they think quarterbacks, the most important position, right. um, little Bullshit. surprises at running back. Um, Brian Hill getting the start. I was surprised. I thought he'd be more of a change of pace guy, but, um, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm a Brian Hill fan. So I like yeah. that. So not a uh, NFL player. I'm telling first snap starter. Yeah. Yep. FSS. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's get into it before, uh, it. we get into it. I'll, uh, I'll play some music for us. Yes. X marks the spot. X marks the spot. 
crossroads. Two straight lines crossing over in the middle. That's the letter you must see to find the treasure or the clue. That's our uh, that's that's our music to get us excited, folks. Um, in a perfect world, that's our theme song. Yes, <laughs> if, if we work for people that yeah. got it. Bunch of bunch of corporate <laughs> corporate hacks, you know what I mean? Uh, no, we're stealing <laughs> scoops from our own network. All right, so uh, Saturday, yeah. February eighteenth, and once again, all these games are owned by Disney now. See? This is the first week, right afterwards, and there's gonna be no uh, pansy uh, defensive holding calls in this uh, uh, in this league, right? Yeah, hopefully that uh, there's ru- that you might uh, have a pansy the kickoff, but uh, pansy the, the, kickoff. Yeah, the whole the holding. Uh, but uh, these games are all going to be on Disney. So if you're watching Mandalorian, watch out for the Vegas Vipers. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Vipers are heading to Arlington. Surprise. Huh? I love this. First game. Game. I love this first opening game. This is great. This is a great opening matchup. This is empty. The account This is either going to be a long season <laughs> or it's going to be a free roll. You all got year. Rod Woodson. <sighs> this is amazing. Rod Woodson and right. Luis Perez hitting the road. Not, necessarily hitting the road. <laughs> no, not really. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're in Vegas. That's what does suck is like here. We thought Hunley would spend all that money on scattered ass in Vegas. And uh, he's in, turns out he's just in Arlington. Right? <laughs> Maybe you can do the Vince young, you know, 40, 40 grand a month at, uh, at cheesecake factory. Remember yeah. he was doing that. Absolutely. Shout out to cheesecake factory. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I, I imagine a cheesecake factory menu is going to be bigger than Rod Woodson's playbook. That's <laughs> why I, I would put heavy money you know on that I mean? too. And that's no knock yeah. on Woodson. Yeah. That's just how heavy the cheesecake factory anything. comes at you. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, game one, what do you make of this? You it. got, you got the, the What's renegades it? are laying two and a half. We got an over under of 37. Yeah. The Vegas Vipers are plus one Oh five on the money line. Not, much juice there. Right. Um, I'm very curious. I mean, if my first thought is, do you like the uh, I'm, part of me is like, I'm kind of going to be a little bullish on the overs in these, in the, these games. Yep. I'm looking at 37 and a half under juiced my, just minus 120, but I'm liking overs on all these. I'm like, just stay at that. Well, I know last year for thing. USFL, which once again, subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast. Uh, the unders played, but a lot of that was like, feel like they were rushing to get right. the, to the season. Uh, and uh, there's not also like their, their quarterbacks were paid the same this league. I think they're going big for paying, paying the quarterback and uh, paying paying for quarterbacks are not even starting in yeah. this game. <laughs> there's 200 grand to sit on You're your right. ass yeah, right. and to run off one of the greatest saints. Yeah. Alternative footballs ever seen and Brian Scott. <laughs> It's gotta be. He's going. He's going to the USFL. He's going to the USFL. I just got a hunch. I got a hunch. I hope he steps in here first. But anyway, let's go. So it's two and a half, thirty-seven. I'm all over Arlington, guys. All right, now look. You got Bob Stoops, who was with the Renegades in 2020. Continuity. Mm -hmm. Continuity. Now, uh, I just believe he also adapts to change better than I believe Rod Woodson would. Rod Woodson. We've never seen him as a head coach. One thing about college football coaches that's a lot different than NFL coaches is your roster changes gigantically every single year. Mm, right. So whether it was portal, whether it was just your freshmen or, 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 or sophomores and your seniors are out. I, I think that's a coaching advantage for every single college football coach. You have to do more actual coaching of improving, improving with different personnel than I think you do in the, in, in playing on a professional or being a head coach in the pros. 
So I think that's that that's going to be to benefit for the Arlington Renegades and Bob Stoops. And that is why I am laying the two and a half. Mm. I'm going over on the 37 Luis Perez. He is a, a spring legend. Yes. Not in Arlington, Texas come Saturday. <laughs> you can take that to the bank, baby. I know. CJ, what are you doing here? I'm all over Arlington too. It's probably probably my favorite. One of my yeah, it's my, might be my favorite play of the weekend. I was wished. I actually kind of wish Huntley was starting quarterback just because he was so soon in there. Not yeah. that I'm afraid of Perez, but a Perez. The bounty gate. gate. They don't want. They don't want to get after. Him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what about over? Do you go over on this particular matchup? I mean, you... <laughs> to 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 uh, quote our soundbite there, the opening song is Bob Stoops coaching. Are we playing football? <laughs> My red blooded goddamn American. <laughs> well, then let's take the over. I mean, uh, yeah, I think we got to take the over. You got to take the over. Stoops, Arlington at home, the hub. I mean, what is going on here? It's, How do you think fan turnout will be in Arlington? Let's see. Well, let's take a look. Let me. You got some, I'm going go go to go the short projected for that. numbers. I mean, you did, got, it, did you that, do uh, a census? Right. <laughs> I do have Bob Stoops. I have 100 Bob Stoops. I have air raid in 191 and 48. That's the college record. 100, will there be 191 people in the stadium? That's funny. Well, seats 25,000 at Chuckalaw. Yeah. Chuckalaw Stadium. Ch- Chuckalaw. Right. right. Um, this is where the old, uh, the Rangers. Texas Rangers used yeah. to play there, right? Yeah. yeah, an old baseball stadium. So I like that it only seats 25K. I like that. I do too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know there's a couple stadiums this year that had like the sixty thousand, but they're only going to seat the down below, obviously. So it looks bad good. look for TV. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, this is a bad look. Yeah, got to go small. These soccer stadiums, these baseball stadiums, make a lot of sense. So I imagine with the baseball stadium, it being Texas, Bob Stoops, you know, route round people up, and then but don't uh, Texas people hate him. He was at Oklahoma. Yeah, but also now this hub news. Yeah, with all these cheesecake factories and Olive Gardens, <laughs> and it being flooded for the last you know month and a half, with the entire league, like how do they you know they, they become neighbors with them, they become enemies with them, they kind of they want to you know they're they're coming a part of it, and f- thankful they're probably going to go just thankful they're just thankful that they're the fuck out of their neighborhood at this point yeah, yeah. this weekend. So I think they do show up for the home opener for Arlington. I think I think that I think I just love the minus two and a half. Also. The money line is minus one twenty nine, I think I saw something like that one twenty five. It's weird. A lot of these lines, I think there's value on the money lines. The, the the two and a halfs, it doesn't just scare me as much with Arlington, but they're all these lines are come something around that with the way they have extra points and I, conversions. I think the numbers itself, the score agamis, if you will, can get kind of tricky when it comes to like two or one point losses and wins. I was hacking into the mainframe over here and sorry if you heard an echo, but I, uh, I love that. I heard more of me as I was talking. I was deep, in, <laughs> deep into the internet, deep into the internets here. And, uh, and, uh, uh I hear there's rumors on the, uh, internets, um, the Dallas renegade. So back in 2020, okay. They played at the same state. Well, no, they played at Globe Life Park. Is that the same one? No. What is it? And then Chocolat? Maybe. Yeah, you're right. I'm not sure. I think it. it might be. They always change these names. But their attendance were seven, 17,000 for game one, 18,000 yeah. wow. for game two. And it's just, just shy under 16,000 for game three. Are we expecting more now that we've had a couple years? Mm. Are we expecting less? Is COVID still a thing? Right. I don't know. J Mark, what do you make of that? I think people are going to show up, especially in week one in, in all too. the games. I think people are excited. 
Um, you know, you get got over the Super Bowl. So there's all, those football fans that just want to keep having football. But there's also we know the spring football is it's almost like a cult following. These people are serious about spring football. Yep. So I think week one, I think you're going to have a really good turnout for all the games, really. Let's go. OK, what are you doing here in this in this particular matchup, man? Yeah. So for first of all, with the over unders, the overs make sense because of a lot of the the offenses we're seeing here. But at the same time, spring football, aside from XFL 2020, generally hits unders the first three to four weeks. It's week five that you normally see that turn. And I I don't know if that's yeah, there's more gelling and the books adjust some. Mm -hmm. So those first three or four weeks, though you're usually hitting the under at a 70 to 80% rate. It's easy to see a tide turn 70 to 80% exactly. rate. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Wow. Hitting the unders. Wow. Uh, now okay. I do think these unders that the books have right now are lower than what they had set for the USFL. It's almost yeah, like they learned. Lower. Yeah. A they're like, lower. we're not doing yeah. that again. Yeah. Mm. So that's what has me thinking that some of these will push over. We won't see that as much as far as the game goes. I, coaching goes to the renegades. Running backs, renegades, tight ends, right. renegades, defense, renegades, special teams, Marquette King, renegades. Um, mm. The only place I grade the uh, the Vipers higher is with their receivers, with Martavis Bryant, Jeff Bidette, Geronimo Allison. So it, with the teams and the coaching, for me, this is an easy one for the renegades. Money line, mm. points, just yes. lock them up. Lock them up. Uh, I love I that. Agree. Love. I, I agree, and I think they're going to roll. Uh, I love that whiskey lunch shot. Of the eighty percent unders, the first couple of weeks dropped by Jay Moore. That liquid, was nice. Liquid was lunch nice. drop by Whiskey Lunch <laughs> Justin. So that game's on at noon. I believe that's Pacific. Yeah, that's noon Pacific, three p.m. Yeah. Eastern. Uh, we're hammered. I think we're all we're all on board with Arlington. I mean, it's just a that co- scares me actually mismatch. when we're all on board. <laughs> all right, <laughs> scares me. Uh, maybe we'll be on different pages here. Well, we split on the totals. That's for sure. I'm I for one am step. Uh, not touching totals in week one until I see what the hell's going on out there. I touch everything. You know, I, mean, I, I go right. all in, even if I lose, yeah. you know what I mean? By the way, you're not touching meaning uh, on, uh, I'm like, on Wednesday, I'm like, on Wednesday, I'm, Cuba, I'm, saying, I'm like Cuba Gooding Jr. Right. at a bar. Yeah. All right. I'm touching, I'm touching <laughs> everything over here. I, 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 we need that uh, as a soundbite. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 5.30 is the next game. Oof. Pacific time, 8.30 right. Eastern. Hopefully, Hopefully uh, everyone can uh, stay up late to catch the guardians. Mm-hmm. So they travel into Houston, Texas, take on Wade Phillips's roughnecks. So Terrell Buckley, Wade Phillips watched a video of them uh, in the coach's corner. Seemed like uh, that was on the, on the internets. Um, <laughs> and, and the roughnecks lay in two and a half. We don't know who's starting at quarterback, but we do know Wade Phillips has been coaching for a thousand fucking years. Yeah. All right. Thousand. And, uh, Terrell Buckley, never been a head coach. No, he's been he's been all around. He's been in the game. Won a Super Bowl as a defensive back, right? For, for the New England Patriots. Um, they're starting Paxton Lynch as their uh, their what was that stat? Their uh, their what was that? Uh, <laughs> first snap, first snap starter, road <laughs> road house arrest quarterback <laughs> Paxton Lynch. I think you're going to see all of Orlando's road games. Yeah, first, whoever has clean, starter. yeah, whoever has clean warrants, you're out there, and you're and you're starting for the thing. So they're catching two and a half at Houston. What is the name of the stadium again? Someone got this off the. I got. I got. This is the, where the Houston Cougars play. Where the Houston In Cougars football. play? Yeah. TDECU. Yeah, TDECU. Tudek Stadium, where the uh, 
Houston Cougars play. The only the only team to share a stadium with another football team actually uh, is the stadium. What about what about Seattle? What about Seattle? Well, yeah, of course the Seahawks. Yeah, if you consider them a football team, <laughs> uh, but they also have like soccer. Only football, I should say. I guess because they see because Seattle also plays, you know, they also have the sounders there and the rain and that. Now, you know. now the attendance I see at this stadium, which uh, seats 54,000. Okay. I see 18,000, 17,000, and just a shy under 20,000. Right. So they were growing when June Jones was, was red hot. I, we, I guess we expect the numbers to be similar, if not more. There's just a lot of questions for me on the roughnecks, but I, I trust the coaching pedigree and I always want to fade Paxton Lynch. We yeah. saw him now. Granite Paxton Lynch had Jeff Fisher, All right? Jeff Fisher can, can set your life back, you know, a good <laughs> decade. Um, we, we, I, I still just gotta believe that Houston with the home field advantage, even though it's not a long trip from, right. from, from what Arlington, from to, Arlington. To Houston, they're going to be on a flight for what they can just take a fucking car. Save some money. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this is horse. This is horse. Take back. a bus. A yeah, horse take a horse. There right. we go. That'd be great. Um, uh, I, I'm going chalk. I'm going chalk on this one too. I'm taking Houston. Yeah, I think they have the better roster. They got the more proven coach, and uh, and I don't think there's that much more to think about it. Now, I will say this one though: when you look at that, when you look at that over under, this one's at 35 and a half. So even even Vegas. They know, yeah, they know Wade Phillips has no yeah. idea that offense is a thing yet. <laughs> and they're like Paxton Lynch. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm actually, this is one where I am going to play the under. I'm taking the under on 35 and a half. CJ, what are you doing here? I'm loving Houston here. And I'm looking at the money line is only 120. Now, if it's two, I think that's just great value for two and a half. Why, why bother minus 110 for two and a half when you get minus 120 for the money line? Yeah. So I will do that, especially if it will be a defensive game with uh Phillips, I believe. And um like I said, not not a name starter, but if it's not my guy Cole McDonald had an arm, E I E I O, <laughs> that I'll be pretty shocked. I would be too. And um this is like, like I said, forty years experience coaching versus Terrell Buckley's first yeah. game, you know, yeah. and uh Got I would hope I would hope that Wade Phillips, if he still hasn't checked out, then He's got to have this home opener. I I I love actually love this opening Saturday of the the double Texas duo there of Arlington Houston. You leaning under again, or or not again? But uh, as I said, if I, I was definitely playing a side, I would definitely lean under, especially since we got the liquid lunch drop at eighty percent under yeah, yeah. the first couple of weeks from our man J Mark over there. <laughs> I mean, you got to lean under there thirty five and a half, like you said, Wade Phillips. Uh, who knows if he throws a quarterback out there? But if yeah. he does, versus Paxton, like, do you have to? Right. We, I know we have an extra, uh, a ridiculous, weird kickoff going on in this in this league. Do, you, do we have to field a quarterback? Have we <laughs> double checked that? I mean, they made them have three quarterbacks on the team, so I'm going yeah, to assume cheerleaders, cheerleaders. <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like I said, I'm going to be always be trying to fade Orlando this year on the road because I believe it is the yeah orange vested house arrest squad yeah. they're throwing out there. <laughs> but if they're sitting there in Arlington, is it house arrest in Texas? <laughs> That's a good point. But they have a they have a weird work release program structure out there <laughs> where they have them <laughs> ditches, you know. That's whatever. why they moved from Dallas to Arlington. Huh? They said, "Hey, can't right. be too big of a city. Hey, different, uh, different highways to pick up." Uh, J Mark, what are you doing here in Houston at the TDERCU Stadium uh, with the Roughnecks and the Guardians? I thought it was funny the uh, 
the thing you the coaches roundtable that you alluded to that was on the internets there the uh-huh. the guys that are first team coaches first time head coaches are like you got no tape on us what are you gonna do ah, and Wade that's... Phillips is like that's eh, not a problem I'm just gonna blitz you like crazy <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah even if it's Cole McDonald which I think it will be even if it's Brandon Silvers I trust that over the Guardians releasing their depth chart and saying Paxton Lynch or Dander Francois or Quentin Dormady. There was an or between all three of them. Oh, um, yeah. If you don't have, what do they say? If you don't have one quarter or what do they say? If, if you, you have, have two quarterbacks. Shit, yeah, there you go. You don't something have one like or something like that. Yeah. You got, if, you got, um, if you got two quarterbacks, you got, you got one running. You don't back. have one. Right? And, That's my one. <laughs> and we saw that two quarterback system work with the generals, but that was with, a quarterback that like Dander Johnson that could run very well. They brought him in uh, run packages. That was also with Mike Riley, who's a little bit of an offensive genius. True, true. They yeah. don't have scramblers really on mm. the uh, the Guardians here. So even if it's a two quarterback system, you got two guys that have the same skill set. I'm always going to fade that. It's hard to get that to work, especially week one. So I'm yeah. taking the Roughnecks. Ooh, we're all these. Are, roughnecks you, are you leaning un- under or over? I'm going to take the under on all these games. I'm just taking a oh, shot that okay. we're blind we're bet all unders. The, I like well, that. I yeah, well, I won't need to ask you again. I like that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Although I'll tell you what, that sound bite almost makes me want to switch. I'm not going to switch, but I do like Terrell Buckley saying, you got no tape on me. I've never yeah, done this before. Hey, I can say the same thing, Terrell. We're going to run a reverse every play of the <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, for me as a quarterback, I can't play it, but <laughs> but you don't have tape on it. You don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, we pretty much know. You're going to be terrible. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Sunday Sunday at noon on the West, three on the East. This is good. We got the Anthony Becht and the and the St. Louis Battlehawks. Great show on Comedy Central. Uh, (laughs) Head head into the Riverwalk. What is the name of that stadium again? Uh, This is the Alamodome. The Alamodome, the house that uh, Terry Cummings and uh, J.R. Reed built. Where is this at San Antonio? Yeah, Yeah, it is at the Alamodome. 64,000 people. There we go. They play the Alamo Bowl there. And uh, UT. Will we get a Greg Popovich? The Roadrunners Roadrunners also play there. (laughs) Will will we get a Greg Popovich political rant (laughs) at at some point in this game? He's going to say something. He hates Donald Trump. And uh, yeah, the NBA will continue to make. Can we get Avery Johnson (laughs) to uh, do a speech? Oh, this is the XFL. What you got to do is you got to make shots. That's that's how you win the game. All right, Admiral. You take that, big man. Avery's now, my man, though. I, I love, love Avery Johnson. Love Avery Johnson. Yeah. Love Avery um, this game, I'm very interested to see where we're going here because I know, I know, mm-hmm. J. Mark very high on on the, the Battle Hawks, Hawks. the TV fa- show and the fa- football right? team. They're one of the big favorites, and they're at, on the road at the Brahmas. San Antonio hasn't had a pro football team since you know ni- 2019 with the uh, mm-hmm. with the real Commanders, um, and. They're a home dog. They're catching two and a half, but that, that stadium was lit in, in the AAF. Yeah, uh, I don't know uh, what was going on there. They're giving away free, free nachos or something. That, that stadium was packed. Now the over-unders at 36 and a half guys. I, I think I'm, I might even do a Texas parlay Woo-wee. because I'm on the, I'm on the Brahmas. Woo. I'm fading the, I don't think Beck can coach his way out of a, out of a fucking uh, paper bag. All right. I'm taking the Brahmas. Deep in the taking Heinz Ward. This place is gonna be rocking. Wow. You're gonna you're gonna think it was a you're gonna think it was a uh now St. Louis is two and a half point favorites in this game, right? Road favorites? Yeah. 
I like on the road. Okay. I'm saying this is a home dog. I love the home dog here. Plus one oh five, juicy. <laughs> yeah, and I'm on the over on this one. And I'm I'm right with you with that uh on San Antonio because I I just a complete Anthony Beck fade. Now I think St. Louis probably has the most loaded roster in the league. Like, they have players. That, up, that, that doesn't mean right. I mean, Texas is the the Longhorns. I mean, the, the fans of Texas means know this. absolutely nothing. They got like the best roster every year in college football, but they win like seven games. Anthony Beck, <laughs> Anthony Beck's previous coaching uh, experience was at Wiregrass Ranch High School, and he was where he was the offensive coordinator. Oh, that offense that's Wiregrass had was fire. That's though. where they plucked Anthony Beck from, the <laughs> meathead from Delran. Anyway. And he pondered. He was like, do I stay with, and keep yeah. building with Wiregrass? Right. Do I keep, or do, I got something do, going here with this Wiregrass offense. Or do I head to the murder capital of America? Um, uh, and Heinz Ward is coaching our Brahmins, yeah. right? Oh, and he's going to have this team ready to, ready to hit. And one of the liquid lunch drops from... Uh, Whiskey Justin, of course, it was told us about the Rock being yes. the owner of the San Antonio team. So the fix might be in, and we got a dog at Sunday coming in there with first Anthony Beck. I mean, but you know what? I just I, I thought about something right now while okay. you were talking. Yep, you got Anthony Beck as a former tight end. I imagine he's going to run the ball a lot. Right. You got the Heinz Ward, who was coached by you know Bill Cowher. Yes, and Mike Tomlin a little bit. Mike Tomlin, right? Mostly Bill Cowher, I believe. Star right? Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I'm taking. I I th- think I got to take the under. Yeah, <laughs> I think I got to take the under in this one. I uh, overstepped my boundaries there a little bit. Give me the under on you, this game. You're gonna have Anthony. So you have AJ McCarron, of course, and then um, the Brahmas. Who, who are the Brahmas starting at quarterback? Are they going with uh, Jack Cone? Yeah. Oh, they oh. got Jack Cone. In a lawn chair, epic battle. Yeah, you know, <laughs> to the end. Give me the under. This is an Alabama Notre Dame. So I, I do like the under just because of the of the coaching, yeah. as you said there. And uh, over under on twelve interceptions or thirteen this game. <laughs> but, and how many quarterbacks do you think will throw a pass in this game? Four, four. four and a half is the over under. I got in there, <laughs> and I'm including punter Brad Wing. <laughs> what, what what are you doing here? So I think we do a Texas parlay, a little. I know that Texas is known for their two-step. Yeah. Well, I, like, give, give you a little three-step Texas is where you, parlay. And this is where you right? juice them up. You get plus 105 money line until you can juice your parlay in yeah, there a little bit. Yeah, let's go. I love this. Uh, in, I love the San Antonio's game. In the Jim words Mark. of Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. Yeah, oh, uh, I like it. <laughs> well, I'm taking the Battle Hawks here. I, yeah. I said it on our futures. I think football is one in the trenches. Mm-hmm. They, I think they're going to have the best offensive line and the best defensive line especially in a game where we think it's going to be low scoring, running the ball. I think they end up winning by a field goal. Give me the battle Hawks. Oh, going. I mean, I, so you're going Chuck. You got, you're going, uh, why, why even have you on the show? You're just going right? to pick every favorite. <laughs> Very chalky. I mean, I'll, I'll give you this, Justin. They do have a better team quote unquote with better <laughs> players who are more talented at the sport of football, but <laughs> If that's the angle you want to go with, then you're right. Then what's the point of the, the point of this goddamn show? But uh, yeah, mine is basically just a fate of Anthony Beck. Of uh, yeah, be- Pre- pretty sharp analysis over right here. Back. He, he uh, did win. Uh, he's going to win the best head of hair as far as coaches. I don't know if you saw that on the round table. No, I did they, not see that. On the they joke was that by coaches. Well, they yeah they uh, <laughs> they repeatedly made jokes about his Italian hair and his thick head of hair and how mm. he was going to win. <laughs> Nothing, no better sense of humor than old meathead coaches. <laughs> <laughs> it's old ball coach comedy. 
There needs to be. There needs Look to be. Look at your Italian hair, you dang. You can't say that, Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Edit it out. What? <laughs> How do you say? You can't say Guinea anymore. This used to be a country. You never know. Heinz Ward could do a Carlos Boozer and just paint his fucking head black. Like, you know what I mean? Like Carlos Boozer did with yes. the. Uh, well, you know, it looked like the shit in baseball where you put it underneath the, what do they call that stuff. <laughs> I don't feel like I should be a part of this conversation. <laughs> uh, all right. Game of the night, in my opinion. Game of the weekend, uh, in my this. opinion. Yes, this sir. is my favorite game that I want to see if you ask me now. Granted, I, I did grow up in the D.C. area, and I I just will never subscribe to the 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 new football team that they're trying to deem mm. pro in, in D.C. Uh the Sea Dragons of Seattle. Right. Head to Aldi Field. Better than, much better than FedEx, in my opinion. Yeah. Look, it's not about stadium size. It's about, is this in the heart of the city? Does this represent football? And I think it does with the beer snake crowd. Beer snake crowd, buzzer point. Yeah, all over this one. Now, and I think the defenders, probably more talented roster than people giving them credit for, more talented coaching staff than people giving them credit for. Uh, defenders though, surprisingly, and I know we brought this up on the main feed, the sports gambling podcast show Seattle's odds on favorite or second odds on favorite to win the championship, but yet, and DC is last, but yet DC is favorite in this particular right. game. Makes already, it a little bit confusing. Already a line that smells <laughs> yes. coming in here. Week one of the XFL. Uh, I'm all over, you know, I think right. Seattle's the best team in the game. All right. Even though they got a lawn chair, lawn chairs thrive in June Jones's offense. Uh, I do think these are two teams, though, that we Danuch. could see in the playoffs. They got right? the Danuch. Give me the Sea Dragons. Uh, oh, by the way, they're one and a half point dogs. The over unders at thirty five and a half. Now I will hammer both for the Sea Dragons. The uh, the the plus one and a half because mm-hmm. I think June Jones in this offense he simplifies it, and it's going to be smoother than every single offense in this sport for week one. Uh, that's why I'm also hammering the over 35 and a half, even though you have two proven good defensive coordinators and that's something we forgot right. to talk about. That's true. We haven't talked about How it. How did we forget to talk about Greg Williams? My boy, Greg Williams, two yeah. G's, right? <laughs> he is the defense coordinator of the defenders. This is the guy. This is a guy known for bounty gate. Oh, bounty gate. How could he do? How could he do this with bounty? Ah, shit's been going on for a hundred right. years. You fucking idiots! All right, <laughs> but you got Jim Haslett. That's what as I'm well. saying. This is a nice, I mean, yeah. some nice defensive right. coordinators. But I think June Jones' offense is going to fly. Still, June, you gotta yeah. love June Jones and Seattle. I mean, you know me. Well, from the last show, because see, um, DC is my dog of of the whole season. They're my yeah. they're my value future. I, I've, I'm I'm very high on them on. Uh, my dark horse of DC. I, and it's in a, uh, not pleased with their opening matchup for CLC dragons. Who, who was the print? I think the, not the odds on, but everyone's picking them to win. Yeah. Pretty uh, much. By, by everyone, me and me and Jay. Well, look at online. <laughs> look at online. They're, 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 they're a popular pick online. Yeah. Am I, am I right on that whiskey lunch? Yeah, they are. CLC you are C-Dragons. correct. And, um, and, uh, and of course you got the, the, the darling June Jones, you got the Benny Danute, who knows, who knows what that yeah. racist Wade Phillips calls him in the coach's tape round table, <laughs> that Italian name. But <laughs> like you said, this is Sunday night. 
Football yeah. is finally returning to DC. It's been yes. gone for, for a long uh, time. For a long, long time. time. Yeah. I mean, you're coming and you got Reggie Barlow. Who knows what Reggie Barlow is? I Barlow's actually think cooking. he's a criminally underrated coach. I you look at his track record, and, and I know they're saying, well, you know, if you pull it up, you're like, what are these schools or HBCUs? Virginia State. I love it. You I can love, coach at these right. places. Right. You can yeah. coach at yeah. these places. Yeah. And they, he's got something brewing down there. I like it. You know? Greg Williams right. going to bring that toughness. Hopefully there'll Craig be a bounty Williams. on Danuch. Craig, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Italians are not uh, strangers to the bounties being replaced on, on, on their heads. And so... And they and and who and what Barlow's got going on with that has you know with like you said with historically black colleges you can where you can coach you can do all kinds of fun stuff. Dude, he won there. like he took the team to the playoffs mm-hmm. or won their conference a couple times. Uh, not the playoffs, but right. yeah, I think the guys and I think DC's been undervalued. We alluded to that on the Absolutely. on the futures episode. If you so, didn't go listen to that, so Sunday night in Buzzard Point, twenty thousand so soccer you stadium in DC. Yeah. Good God, yeah, I'm, I, I, because you're kind of caught in between. I am caught in yeah, between, but yeah. I'm, but I'm loving. I'm, I'm taking DC on a Sunday night. Just, it, go. It's gonna be a party, and yeah. and then you can then get a little value on Seattle. What they come off coming off a loss for futures That's on that, true. and then I'll ride Seattle after that. Very true. And June Jones just going on the west. Has June Jones been, ever been in the I mean, yeah, I mean, has he been west of Utah <laughs> since 1975? <laughs> I mean, east of Utah. I mean, he doesn't go out there, you know. <laughs> so it's too cold, right? Man. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I mean, in Hawaii, February, in, in yeah. fucking DC for June Jones. <laughs> He's going to want no parts of this. He might, he might even call this game on Zoom yeah, from out, like, <laughs> out in Hawaii somewhere <laughs> and not even make the trip. He, he staying. I know he's never been to Arlington. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this from my hub. So I will. All right? uh, yeah. I'm going to do this from my hub, which is AKA my house in uh, Kona. I saw, right? Real quick. I also saw a thing on my book. You, the DC my, money line is one sixteen, but it's minus one twenty to lay, to lay one and a half. So all, they don't even know. What the, they don't even know what the hell's going on <laughs> with this game with this line. So I like DC money line or one and a half, whatever it is. And once again, it's be a Jordan Tamu uh, yes. named the starter. We know they, J- have, they J- have nothing but athletes as quarterback in DC. And J Mark's second most hated. I know Huntley's number one. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Huntley is number one. We, There's we a finally, tie between. Yeah. We finally Tamu wrote him out of the league, <laughs> <laughs> and now he hates. And number two, for some reason, Jordan Tamu did something to him yeah, that we we, we haven't God. revealed yet. But uh, what are you, what I, are you I have a feeling all game? three quarterbacks are getting in there, though. You were, am I right about that? Or at least two. At least Deer King has to get in there eventually. At the U, especially when you got the Rock, you know, with the U. Yeah. So he's going to yeah. need a, someone from One of his guys playing with yeah. a quarterback. Absolutely. What, what yeah, are you doing there, here, J. Mark? There's a lot of speculation that there are packages for all quarterbacks. Sure. Um, and and Tamu is he's tied with Luis Perez for second hated. Just to throw that out there. <laughs> all right. All right. I forgot to say this on the <laughs> uh, the other games here, but um. It looks like 52% of the bets coming in on the Sea Dragons. This one was Ooh. a tough one for me, but uh, yeah, this is a I'm, tough one. I'm not going to go chalk on this one. I'm taking the dog. I'm not fading June Jones. He's mm-hmm. a he's a legendary coach. He's had success in the spring league before, and I am a Tayamu doubter. I think he's going to turn the ball over too many times, so <laughs> give me the Sea Dragons to win this one. I can't. Is it, does it shock you that Seattle is the dog in this game? It's a far trip, but not really if they're both flying. But if they're the taking the same together. plane, <laughs> <laughs> it's they only have to travel further if they're sitting in the back of the plane. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know that we've ever handicapped like this before. Does so, Puka Williams get to board early since he is missing all of his toes from a lawnmower accident? I, he wasn't I named the starter either. Man. I know. You know it's, well, they're loaded at running back, yeah, right? They are. 
Yeah, they are. And, and you got to smash the over on this, right, guys? Yeah, I mean, come on. Well, yeah, it's this, just at night. Thirty. I, I already saw a movie about the thirty-six and a half. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking the over. We all know what we all know what Whiskey Lunch is doing, though. He's he's blind betting the unders, pounding. Which this I love, was the which hard I one to do that on, but yeah, I'm taking okay. the unders. Tom was going to turn the ball over. The defenders have a good defense that are going to slow the nooch down. So um, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to slow gonna... the nooch. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, that's a t. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm taking the under. All right. Now, now this. So I'm the only one on DC. I like I like that even more. But I, I have to I have to ride DC. They're my darling all year. But I, I this is a, this is the toughest opening match opening matchup you can have. This stadium seats twenty thousand. Yes, says. I love it. Uh, looking at 2020's numbers, they got seventeen and a half in the opener, fifteen uh, in change in the second game, and then uh, sixteen and a half. In the third game, this place is gonna be rocking. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be rocking. Absolutely. Little, little, this is like the field in in uh, that we we saw the Chargers play at. And uh, yes, the, uh, uh, what is that? Dignity Health. <laughs> it was Dignity Center, Health yeah. before that. It was like guaranteed rate or some ticket. I don't know. Yeah, in uh, in Long Beach or Carson, you know, right. like uh, it wasn't Carson. But, it was but great. that by by you having the soccer stadium, I actually think there's an advantage. I love it. Because it, it, you're closer to the field, mm-hmm. you're right on top, but not a bad seat. Yeah. You're standing on top, it's just a part of it, and you could hear the acoustics. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like so, in a way, I could see your upset happening there. That's the game I want to watch most. Uh, what's the game you want to watch most, J. Mark? Can I just answer all of them? I'm excited for spring yes, football. Are. I am a nerd when it comes to this stuff. I can't wait to watch all of them. Um, one I'm most excited though, the Battle Hawks. I. I think they're going to be a good team. I want to see if I'm correct in the fact that they're going to win the trenches. So that's that's the team I want to see. Yes. Though it's hard not to pick the Roughnecks, too, if Cole McDonald is starting. I want to see Cole McDonald sling it all over the field. An additional go. J-Mark gutting it out, by the way. We should know that this is how excited he is for all this week one. He was not going to miss this week one. Like Jordan in the flu game. He come here <laughs> looking <right>. absolutely <laughs> t- but They're very similar where they're both uh, not actually sick, but there was something for folklore, and they drank their way through it. Is, <laughs> is, is it true you were looking at more. real estate in Arlington, Texas, to uh, perhaps you know stay in the hub during this uh during this I, this six months or whatever, or three months. I was whatever. going to, and the wife said nope. So there you go. Tough. I <laughs> understand. You, right? Could you at least apply for a hotel job there to get some inside <laughs> scoops? You know, like you a, a little bellhop or situation there. All right, let's get over to DFS. But before I do that, I want to tell you folks out there. Uh, well, I want to tell you that the uh, the the I almost said the USFL gambling podcast. My apologies. The XFL gambling podcast. Uh, preview and picks episode four week one is brought to you by WinBet. Mm-hmm. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. So from boosted parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling slash WinBet. That's sports gambling slash W Y N N B E T state restrictions apply offer subject to change service condition. WinBet.com must be 21 or older president state where WinBet is available. If you or somebody knows a gaming problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. DFS wise. Right. I mean, we're already 54 minutes into it. Let's open up with our quarterbacks. I'm curious if we all have the same roster <laughs> because look, that's a, this is yeah. the thing that's tricky. When I found myself going through this and I, even though I hit, this is when I made the money in the USFL one was week one. 
I do feel like sometimes they they haven't done their homework on the what, what the uh, what the lineup is and the value of the player. Right, one hundred percent. They really, I mean, with the USFL, they had no idea on some of the play. It's like they're just going off of something. They're clearly not watching the games. Um, so there is money to be made here if you know what you're talking about. And I think that goes throughout the whole season. If yeah. it, if it if it mimics the USFL, and, and I think with the games year. as well, there's the information. We're om- not that we're sharing the same information, but we're almost on the same level. Like, these guys don't know what's going on, you yeah. know, as much as yeah. anyone else. Yeah, exactly. It's a good point. So at quarterback, J Mark. We want to follow your lead, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing here? This is a pick because of the offense and offensive coordinator, not because of the quarterback, but I'm going to go with Danucci. I think Seattle's going to sling the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what June Jones is known for. So I, I'm going to take Ben Danucci for my quarterback. See, once again, this is my fear, though, CJ, is that I feel like I am. I played him too. That's my play. That's my what happens. I play that music when we we have the same guy. Danucci, did that, Dallas Danucci returning to Washington too. I mean, he is going to be thrown in Went a river. Went to JMU. That's yeah. right there too, right. though. That's, that's true. right, that's right true. there. Good point. Uh, what are you doing here? Well, I'm crossing out uh, Sloter. <laughs> <laughs> and look, CJ, who I had in my lineup. CJ, right. CJ uh, you know, me and him were both turning it, doing our lineups. Yes. So it, it was like actually very challenging because we're like. The numbers don't don't show they they don't uh, you know they're not they're not accurate with right. the way we just saw the lineups released. So right. so we're sitting here kind of scratching our heads, and I imagine a lot of you listeners out there will probably be scratching your heads too. Yes, and and, and that's why we can kind of walk through the lineup with with you here. Let me be your noob. Let me let me let me, let me hold hands with you for anyone who's afraid or new to this XFL DFS. I just downloaded the DraftKings. How, how, how was that experience? DFS. It was, it was, they were, they were pretty quick to offer me, take my money and offer me free money that I cannot find <laughs> upon signing up. Like here's your $50 bonus. I look for it. Now that was just a uh, mirage just to click, make you click submit. <laughs> now that we have your next cards, thing you know, he's betting on tennis, right? Next, you uh, know, I got a huge <laughs> golf lineup for tomorrow morning. That I didn't even know I hit, but, um, yeah, there's also a great one. So I guess I'll, I guess uh, I'll, I'll refer to you, Jay. So I should, so I slip a uh, plate in there, no problem. You think as a uh, sub for Slaughter, or what do you think? Yeah, why got- not? I mean, if he's going to be their starter, like they said, why not? Right. He's not a bad quarterback, man. At Boston, no. uh, 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 I will uh, say yeah. before, before, because I when I entered my first lineup, I had like. 28,000 remaining out of my 50. So I was like, <laughs> well, maybe I should spend up a little bit. So I was looking for values. That's and okay I, though. Right. Especially in week true. one. Yeah. And yeah. I did, I did originally like uh, Col- uh McDonald at 6,000 as a pretty cheap quarterback down yeah. there. Yeah. Just because, and that is a fade of, of, I just like them at home versus Orlando. And um, it, in, in some of these contests, um, I probably shouldn't say this. I'm ashamed to say this. I'm a true degen. I was the first person in them, and I did have Sloter. And <laughs> in some of the lineups, I did uh, right. put in instead. I'm not kidding. It was like Someone zero people. Draft like, like, it, like, someone's already in. Someone's yeah, right. already in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with. Although I do have worries that he. I mean, when you got like two quarterbacks like that, like you said, you don't two, you don't have one. I f- I feel like Sloter's going to get time in there. I mean, I, but I don't know. I don't know. He might go. You know, That's why I kind of like McDonald's too, because I don't see anyone replacing him. As well. My problem is that, like I said, Wade Phillips made John Elway look like uh, 
look like Bubby Brister. All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and I, I was concerned. I know football's changed a lot since what he was there in like 92. I feel like, yeah. Uh, but so, also you started Rob Johnson over Doug Flutie. I know he's blamed that on ownership. I will always hold him uh, to that one. Cause the bills probably would have went far in the playoffs that year. Cause Flutie was playing pretty you know, at a pro bowl level. Uh, so, so played at 7,300, by the way, it's pretty, pretty nice value there with, I mean, with Stoops at co- uh, coaching and Chuck long offensive yeah. coordinator, yeah, your me, boy, absolutely my boy yeah. who yeah. did me a solid <laughs> 40 years ago, by spitting <laughs> in the face of my ex-wife. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll, sl- I'll slip him in there for 7,400. It's a, uh, I'm actually, I'm, cu- I'm curious if Sloter isn't healthy yet. You know, he, he mm-hmm. played the end of USFL season injured. And I'm just curious if maybe he's not healthy because it, it makes sense to start him because of he's just coming off of a pretty good year. Yeah, he right. made mistakes, but he still did very good for the breakers. And I, I, that's not anything against Drew Plitt. I think uh, I also think Drew Plitt's a good quarterback. He did really well at Ball State. But I, I was wonder, about to say, yeah, he's Ball State. Maybe, I have no problem. Maybe with Drew it Plitt. could be also though that Plitt is actually really good. Yeah, very possible. No yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, I'm rock. I'm riding him. I would be more concerned. I would be more on the the belief of the injury if if it was another QB that we had seen. But Plitt, True. you know, was at yeah. Ball State a year ago. He didn't have that that freedom of he was trying to make an NFL roster. Now he's in the XFL mm-hmm. and Ball State about to make its make its appearance in the Extreme yes, Football League. Absolutely, running back, uh, J Mark. I went with a guy that I'm curious because I altered my lineup once I saw some of these uh, pro- projected rosters. Uh, or depth chart, should I say? Sure. Um, what are you doing here at the at the running back spot? Because I went with a guy that I, I didn't think was going to start, but I just saw that he is starting. I'm well, and I'm going with the, uh, the with with Anthony back at at the tight end spot, mm-hmm. and, and you can take a guess there as who my new running back is. But who, who are you going with? Yeah, I almost went that route. I went a different route. This is a guy that I had been on. Um, been high on since the draft, but Adrian Killens was sitting in front of him. They traded Adrian Killens. Wade Phillips is going to run the ball for the Roughnecks. So mm-hmm. give me Max Borgie. Washington yes, State I was guy. talking. I was talking, Ma- guy. I was talking yeah. Max Borgie up before the show. Yeah. And uh, he only, I remember Kobe's only. Um, they have two white running backs. That yeah. hasn't happened. White that, running, that, a that white scat happened. running back too. That hasn't happened since the four horsemen of Notre Dame. Your white, your white scat running backs is where is is where these leagues is where they shine. You know Not I mean? members of Kappa Alpha Psi. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. <laughs> All right. Four, Feel free to rip on their whole yeah. Greek system. You'll just get a. Uh, you'll just have to be. You'll you'll just get. Um, <laughs> you just got to play into it now, I guess. So. <laughs> Uh, Borgie, Borgie, though, solid Mark. play. I, I'll be interested to see. You know, I, I kind of thought Wade Phillips would do more. Remember, his dad coached Earl Campbell, right? Wade Phillips, when he was with the Denver Broncos, now mm-hmm. was pre Terrell Davis. He went with a guy named Gaston Green. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> now, Gaston Green was a scat. Yeah. He was on. a scat. I love yeah, Gaston Green. yeah. But uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they use Borgie. So, uh, CJ, what do you think of running back? Well, wise? speaking of Earl Campbell, yeah. my favorite oh. player, I've been hyping it up. The is I'm going with Jacques Patrick. Jacques, I mean, I don't, Jacques Patrick, he who leads his head like Earl Campbell. CTE oh, yeah. be damned. Yeah, Jacques Patrick is absolutely right. bull. So I want to I want to play him while he's still yeah. <laughs> still got brain you know <laughs> functionings going on. He's my favorite. He's my favorite player in the league. So I want to be playing him as long as he can. It, the only downside is that their, their backfield is is stacked as well. They have Kalen Ballage. 
Harper and a Turner from Hawaii. But mm-hmm. like we said, Heinz Ward, they're going to be running the ball as well. Yeah. Down in San Antonio. So give me, uh, give me the Earl, the Earl Campbell 2.0. I went with Brian Hill, yeah. Wyoming yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. If in case you couldn't solve NFL. my, uh, my, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and, you know, Anthony Beck tight end, you know, first snap starter. You can only do so much with the lawn chair quarterback before you say, you know what? <laughs> Time to run the ball. So uh, Brian Hill, 5,800, my running back wide receiver wise. Uh, curious, our top wide receiver. Now I do have another running back in the flex spot, or actually I have two more running backs in the flex spot. And, I, and that was my theory mm-hmm. on this week. One, we don't know the receivers. You know, sometimes you see Josh Gordon. I think he's there because of his name, right? I don't know that this guy's, you know, he's another thing. He's a, a year older. We haven't seen him in a while. I don't know. I'm not crazy about playing a lot of receivers game one because I I need to know who the starters are running back wise. I think that's one of the reasons, you know, uh, another thing is familiarity with your offense, with your quarterbacks. You might be switching out quarterbacks, get the running backs. I think week one, Uh, my top wideout. I'm going to my guy that I saw in the FCS championships, just scorch South Dakota state a few years ago in the spring season with Mm -hmm. Jaquez Ezard with the, with DC. I I know that I'm a little weary on DC's passing attack, but I think there's a chance Seattle could get up early in that game. You got to play from behind. Yeah. Give me Jaquez Ezard at 7,300. J Mark, what are you doing here at the wide receiver spot? DC behind is a great recipe for Tomo to throw a lot of picks. Um, (laughs) The hate, the hate. Wow. (laughs) XFL just wrote about this guy being one of the top wide receivers on his team. I, uh, I don't always stack, but I did stack in this lineup just to full disclosure. I have 19 lineups so far and there will be more Um, full DJ, but, but, uh, I love went it. Ahead this, guy's went got, with, this guy's got ten million dollars riding I on the love uh, it. I love it. riding on week, <laughs> week one XFL one, DFS. Yeah. yeah, nobody needs to bet the Super Bowl. Save it for XFL. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Josh Gordon. Josh Chris yeah. Gordon back to I think just he's got the skill set, right? Yeah, I know he's a little bit older, but he's got the skill set. He's got the knowledge of football. He's going to come in and pick it up quickly. He's and in a great situation. Too. He yeah. is. Yeah, and I think the Seattle Sea Dragons are going to throw the ball a lot. So. Um, yeah, give me Josh Gordon, uh, stacking him with the nooch. Uh, CJ, what were you thinking? Top, top wide receiver that you want to go with? Top you- wide receiver is tough, I know, because I literally, I was just like, I, I better spend up just to get some. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Marcel Aitman, Oregon State, he's, 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 a, he's uh, from Good Jay Mark's Battle Hawks. Yeah. Um, I just like him. I love him at Oregon State. You know, I think he's, uh, he was one of the top receivers taken in the XFL yeah. draft. And, uh, you know, St. Louis, like I said, St. Louis, and they got AJ McCarron, just a good, good old fashioned just NFL arm to him. You know, he's going to get, he's going to get a lot, all the looks from and opportunities. Now, I, I thought about rostering two Seattle wideouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't going to go Gordon because I thought everyone would play Gordon. Right. Yeah. And if you remember what June, June Jones did with the Houston Roughnecks, he was great at using Cam Phillips in the slot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the third highest paid wideout is Jacor Pearson. Now, once again, I know this is a gamble because I, I really believe we could see a, di- a bunch of different wideouts for this, for the Seattle sea dragons mm-hmm. in, in Aldi uh, stadium in Washington, DC. But I, I want to get action on some of their wideouts. I took a shot on Pearson. I could eat shit with this one. I don't have a strong uh, analysis of why besides he's the third highest paid. Right. And I, I, I'm trying to find the slot guy. 
it, that yeah. that I know will get the because I feel like that that's a security blanket in his offense. Yeah, where you get the most receptions. So I'm taking a shot on Pearson from Ole Miss. Um, I don't know. What do you make of that one, J. Mark? No, I like it. I think any receiver is going to at least get you something in the Sea Dragons offense because I, mm. I do think they're going to throw that ball a lot. Right. Um, important to uh, point out, it depends what platform you're playing, obviously, but um, these wide receivers are listed as wide receiver slash tight end for your pick. So yeah. you got yes. quarterback, running back, wide receiver slash tight end, then two flex. Uh, for me, I went with a guy who was now listed as tight end, even though he's more of a wide receiver. You're going to have to scroll way down to find him because he's only $3,000. But Cody Latimer um, hmm. on the Guardians, guy that, okay. uh, you know, NFL caliber player. He played a couple years for the Broncos, and I think he went to the Giants. Sure, absolutely. And uh, they switched him from wide receiver to tight end, but they also – on their depth or on their actual roster, they're listing him as both. He's the starting tight end, but they're listing him as wide receiver tight end. So I think they're going to work him in the slot. They're going to work him at tight end. They're going to move him outside. I think Cody Latimer is going to be a bigger part of this offense than we think. Wow. I like that. All right. I like it. I like uh, sec- second wide receiver. What are you doing over there? Well, I also threw a, a Josh Gordon, there, but I do want to ask Jay Mark about, I have a $3,000 wide receiver down there. You get to scroll through. And uh, I feel like I'm missing something. Here. Diamond in the rough, huh? Well, it's not Diamond Rob. I'm not wondering if he's still on, on the roster himself or his son. So that's why I want to go to J Mark. I'm with Kendrick Rogers, who is the number one receiver taken yeah. in this draft. I mean, granted, it's on San Antonio, so uh, maybe not the most pass happy offense going on there. But for 3,000, the number one receiver taken in this draft, what am I missing here with Kendrick Rogers? No, I think it's a good pick. Um, it's hard to say what you're missing because. I, okay, never never mind. I see what you're missing. He did get cut in these last round of cuts. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yep. So he I in my so death chart. Like, yeah. So I, so I'm missing an active body. Is he what can I'm still missing. get picked up. All we right. have a couple days before the games. All right, so I won't submit. I won't give out Kendrick Rogers. Then I will go to. That's why the draft is so important. <laughs> Your first pick. I love it. I need to run this whole lot of. All right, perfect. So now I'll audible out of that. I'm going to go up a little Pearson, man. I'm going to go up a little bit to papers. He's got this. I'm shuffling papers. No problem (laughs) for 5,500. You're looking for that slot receiver, not in this offense, but in the Orlando, the Orlando road offense, Yeah. the Paxton Lynch offense. This is, this is not going to be played in Florida. This is Orlando in Texas on the road house arrest lineup. Oh, I like it. I like it, but it's Paxton Lynch is the concerning, but Francois might be in there. Throwing some passes, but he's going to be throwing to the slot. His his blanket, the ghost receiver himself, Andrew Jamil. Oh, <laughs> who, uh, who was who we had? Casper, 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 who runs the best ghost Casper. route <laughs> in the league. He was booked for this show, and then he ghosted us for the interview. So this is personal. I want him to do well, though. I want him to do well. I want him to come back. He's got a social media presence. Yeah. He if because I did a deep dive and you know he played in the. Uh, the you know the fan controlled league, yeah, all these uh, yeah. Glacier boys, right? He's yeah. from uh, he's from, he played for the Stonehill Skyhawks, Eastern Massachusetts. Born in Cape Cod, love it. He could not be, yeah, he could not be more of a. Uh, Have you seen uh, the clip of him hugging himself? 
this guy, this guy <laughs> yeah. cannot be big, yeah. a bigger mass hole if you try to get it. <laughs> of course, no, he a, hugs himself. That's he hilarious. scores a touchdown in the FTF, and his picture's on the side, and he runs over and hugs himself. Oh, my God, yeah. This is a... <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's a good play just off of that. Yeah, the X Glacier boy. Let's l- load him up. Andrew Jamil. He might be he might be one of those guys who piles up like a bunch of, you know, just a ten, like an eight, nine, ten d- double digit catches for <laughs> fucking 55 yards and just absolute. Like I said, the white scat athlete thrives in these leagues. Yeah. So, Joke, jokes yeah. aside, he's a hell of a player. So he is a hell of a player. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, even though he completely ghosted. Yeah. On the XFL yeah. show and Whiskey Lunch himself. He can haunt this show at any time, though. Right. right? That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Come we'll, on back. We'll still welcome him back. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, look, my flex positions, like I said, I alluded, I, I gave you my game plan. Mm-hmm. Heavy on the running backs. And that's why I went with, uh, well, I went first, I guess, the high priced one for me or the higher priced one. Both were decently priced. Um, I, I went with uh, I went with the a- Abram Smith, the running back for the defenders, because I think they're they're going to run the ball, and I think they'll Ooh. have success. And another thing is, if you've been going up against June Jones's offenses in practice, it probably means you haven't had a lot of experience against the run. Okay, so uh, because they call the run and shoot, uh, you know, you pretty much pass a, most of the time. Uh, so I, I I think there's value in the DC ground game. Was concerned mm-hmm. about you know how deep that backfield was, who was going to get the carries. Smith, number one on the on the on the depth chart. I'm riding it. Seventy nine hundred. Pay up. What are you doing here, J Mark? And what do you think about my play? No, I like it. I was between him and CJ's Jacques Patrick for Ooh. my first uh, flex spot here. I ended up going with Patrick, but I got Smith worked into some lineups as well. So I, I like them both. I think they're both going to get a, a good consistency of carries, uh, especially early on. So and that should equal progress. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, yes. so, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, y- do you agree with my assessment on the ground game being a key factor in week one with, I think your you, running backs will probably be more successful than your wideouts. I, I mean, I do agree. I think there are going to be some deep shots. They're going to want to come out and try to, you know, be entertaining right. and show that you yeah, should be watching this league because of big plays, but when all said and done, these are still professional coaches that know how to coach on short uh, preparation time, really, and that's going to be on the ground. So, yeah, I agree yeah. with you there. There's going to be See, shots, but run game. I agree with that. Yeah, we're talking your two Buckleys and your Heinz Wards and your Anthony Becks. They're going to be running the ball. That's what they yeah. know They because they believe it's still about, you know, and I think it's, I think it's also guy. how you mask up because I, I don't know that there's scheme advantages. Right. I mean, Jones. Yes. Jones. Stoops. Uh, yeah. I feel like those guys might have a leg up on them. Uh, what are you doing on your flex? What are you doing here? Oh, well, all right, let's go, uh, go through those papers. Let uh, me go through the papers here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we went to meal. I want, I want to all parts of this Arlington uh, offense. And I think I went big with the receivers. Hold on. Let me pull that back up there. We went, um, so you loaded up. You went. You went the opposite. You're doing like a little run and shoot with your DFS. Line I want an air raid. Yeah. I want an air raid Arlington, and I'm going with Monster, who is a little expensive. I think it was like 9100 or something. Damn, like that. Yeah. loading up. But, um, but I had money to spend, so I went with Monster. At uh, I think he's going to be the number one wide out in Arlington. Although there's plenty. To, there's plenty to eat. I also liked Winningham at 6300. Um, give me all those Arlington receivers. I just I just think it's going to be a uh, stu- bomb party there with Stoops. 
Yeah. Uh, what'd you make of that? What'd you make of that play there? J Mark? Yeah. Take a look at Smallwood too. Um, Jordan Smallwood out of Oklahoma. From, yeah, from Oklahoma. He was Stoops likes his Smallwood Riley, guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So definitely take take a look there too if you want to load up on the Renegades receivers. I do. All right. Well, my final my final play was I'm going back to the ground game. I went with Jamin uh, Jamin Martin out of uh, yeah. North Carolina A and T playing for the Guardians. The Guardians. Uh, and uh, my my logic is I just think he's a really good running back. And if Paxton Lynch is throwing the ball. Well, you're gonna probably struggle, and then you're gonna you're gonna say, "Hey, what can we do to get a first down? Run the fucking ball! Let's go!" <laughs> uh, and they only have yes. two running backs on roster right yeah. now: him and Devin Darrington. So, right. yeah, I in all of my fantasy leagues, I have drafted Jamaine Martin, so I like that play a lot. Did you draft him in your DFS lineup that we're about to go over? I did not. I ended mm. up going with a guy that I think they're going to try to showcase him a little bit because of his big NFL name, Martavis Bryant. Let's see if Luis Perez can do something good for me and mm. get the ball to Bryant. So I <laughs> him in my last flex spot there. Nice. I know Kramer's high, Martavis Bryant. Yeah. Uh, how, can, how can't you be? I mean, he's such yeah. a talent. Well, what do you, what do you, CJ, what do you think? Final flex? He's still. Still Final flex. Right I just put Smallwood in there, just on oh, that. Okay, yep, there I you go. Let's there let's you get go. them all in there. Like it. Jail break. Now, when it came to defense, I went. Uh, I was shocked that the lowest price defense was wow. Wade Phillips's defense. I think me and TJ had a conversation pre-episode about how could that be? The guy's been coaching defense since goddamn the T-Rex was still around. All right, uh, <laughs> and he's going against Paxton Lynch. Yes, it's like a, a it's just a slam dunk situation going on there. So. For three thousand dollars, I left also three thousand dollars on the table, mm -hmm. but I loaded up with the roughneck defense. J Mark, what'd you do? Yeah, so I went with the guys that I've been talking about here on defense. Uh, I think the Battle Hawks are going to make life tough for Jack Cohn, Freedom Akmaladen, and Kale London on the defensive line. Willie Harvey, Mike Rose at mm. linebacker position. They're Mike Rose. Give, yeah, yes. they're going to give uh, Jack Cohn a, a long day. So I went with the Battle Hawks here. Also, I got twenty five hundred left over. So, unlike the uh, the no fun league, you don't have to spend every last dollar. You know, right, sometimes yeah. you leave a lot on the table. Yeah, I like that. That's good advice. Yeah, you you went with Houston's defense just like me, right? I I, I could have absolutely, I, but like I said, money to spend. Why not? And I mean, Houston did make as much sense. Then I looked into it, and um, I mean, wh why am I getting off this Arlington train? We got. Oh. I, I'm, I'm, oh. gonna, I'm just going to fade a Rod Woodson. Offense. That's smart. Coming Very into, smart. Uh, week one. And uh, especially with them starting. Uh, are they starting a Perez quarterback? Yep. Lots uh, yeah, of interceptions Perez. out of him. Lots of interceptions <laughs> oh, out oh. of Perez. I he said he was safe. Rod Woodson. He is, he is safe. Oh. But I mean, I, I like that play because leading USFL tacker Donald Payne, mm -hmm. they got USFL star Devontae Bosby as a cornerback and former NFL starters Kervon LeBlanc and Will Hill. So I. I I really like that play as well. I love Will Hill. Who? How do you? Yeah. How do you not? From Florida, Thrill Hill. Let's go, folks. <laughs> that does it for us. It's uh, a packed episode. And, and by the way, come play XFL DFS with us. All right, tweet us out. Uh, we will tweet it out. Uh, but find us on, on Twitter at XFL Gambling. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun all year yeah. with this. All right, so for check sure. us out. Also, be sure to check out the Bottom Line Bombs podcast yes, with the man in the motherfucking box right there, uh, and also. J Mark, old fashioned football. Old yeah, check it out. Fashioned football. The college basketball experience, the college football experience, the USFL gambling podcast, which episodes will be coming as they're talking 
uh, this coaching turnover in the United States football league. Uh, but yeah, check out all that good stuff. Get the SGPN app in the app store and Google play store. It's free to download. You'll have access to all of our articles. We have a lot of great content about spring football. Check it out. Also check out the CFL gambling podcast. We got it all. All right. Until next week. Can't wait to watch these games. This is the XFL gambling podcast. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Thanks.